0: Hey guys, what's up? I'm Jordan Crook and I'm the managing editor here at TechCrunch. I spend most of my days worrying about TechCrunch events. And a big part of my job is determining which speakers would bring the most value to the TechCrunch audience. The ones that can teach entrepreneurs something or tell stories about what they've been through. As you probably know, coronavirus is trying to get in my way, but I'm not gonna let that happen. That's why we're launching a brand new virtual speaker series called Extra Crunch Live. Extra Crunch Live, in a nutshell, is a Zoom call with some of the best and brightest minds in tech, from entrepreneurs to investors. Here's how it's going to work. We're going to hop on a Zoom call, broadcast that Zoom call to YouTube. I'll ask some questions, but more importantly, you'll also be able to ask your own questions. So who are we talking to? Well. This week alone, we'll be talking to Aileen Lee and Ted Wang, who are partners at Cowboy Ventures. And later this week, we'll be talking to Charles Hudson, who is a total pre-seed wizard. In the coming weeks, we'll have guests like Mitch and Frida Kapoor, Rulof Botha, Hunter Walk, Mark Cuban, and Kirsten Green. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. We are going big on this, so expect to see many, many more speakers lined up in the coming weeks. Extra Crunch Live is one of the many features that comes along with an Extra Crunch membership, as well as 100 plus in-depth articles that answer the questions that I think keep entrepreneurs up at night. You can try your first month of Extra Crunch for just $1. I'm really, really excited about Extra Crunch Live, and I hope you are too. So see you there.
1: Good morning and welcome back to Equity Monday, a quick hit from the Equity crew to help start your week. We're going over what happened this weekend and what's coming in the week ahead. We'll also take a peek at a startup funding round or two and dig a little deeper into a news item or new trend that's been stuck in our head for the last few days. This is Monday, the 20th of April, 2020, and from a lockdown East Coast American city, let's go. To get a handle on what happened in startup land this weekend, let's take a little tour. Now, it's worth observing news concerning how the startup slowdown isn't a U.S.-only issue, even if it appears that layoffs in the U.S. are generating more noise than other markets. According to Israeli tech-focused publication C-List, for example, some Israel-based startups are, quote, updating their valuations and repricing the options handed out to employees. The goal here is to retain talent. And if share-based comp is mispriced as startup valuations go down, then companies might need to change how they value themselves to keep key staff around. This is not something we were talking about last year. Israel, of course, has an active startup and venture capital ecosystem. What happens there could happen anywhere. Next, let's turn to the UK, where TechCrunch's Steve O'Hare reports that, quote, the British government recently unveiled plans for a new future fund designed to ensure high-growth companies, namely startups, across the UK receive enough investment to remain viable during the coronavirus crisis. At least a quarter billion pounds will be made available, but there are rules. Per O here, to access the money which quote, looks to be in the form of a convertible loan note, businesses must secure an equal or greater amount of match funding from private investors and be a UK registered private company that has previously raised at least a quarter million pounds in private investment in the last five years. TC reports that the effort could launch next month, which is pretty soon, and quote, we'll see the UK government invest between 125K and 5 million pounds into qualifying startups. Now, there is some nuance on how the loans can be repaid and how they may convert to equity and at what discount, but it appears that the UK gov is going to put a lot of money to work very soon and also jump on a couple of startup cap tables. Didn't see that coming and I think it's pretty cool. Now, keeping our tour going, China-based Alibaba intends to spend 20 billion dollars on global cloud infra per Bloomberg over the next couple of years. This is a reminder that the cloud world isn't just AWS versus Azure, it isn't just a US phenomena. This is global. We should all remember that. Oh, and something called Clubhouse took over Twitter this weekend. I I don't know what it is. I have yet to find out. But if you do know and you have found out, please send all available invites to equitypod at techrunch.com. Thank you. Now, looking ahead this morning, we are thinking about, well, you guessed it, earnings. Uh, IBM reports today, Netflix and Snap, parent company of Snapchat, tomorrow. Intel is on Thursday. There are also other big names coming out this week that we don't really track here at TechCrunch. brands like coca-cola airlines like delta and southwest it's going to be a kind of a smorgasbord of big business results so what should we see in this week's earnings results that really matter well it should be a first taste of what american business expects to see the rest of the year recall that some companies have suspended guidance for the year including recent ipo uber by yanking guidance companies have underscored the fact that old expectations are essentially moot everyone wants to know what's going to happen next and this week's earnings should begin to tell us the scale of the impending damage that we should expect to see from other companies in this new covid 19 era the post unicorn era as i think about it look this news could be good it doesn't have to be bad it might be you know whoa. see the show is all about positivity and good vibes now, speaking of positivity, let's snag a funding round before we talk about the latest essay from your favorite VC. Uh, we only have one funding round today as the, the news market for venture capital rounds is getting a little bit thin. If that's due to the startup market slowing down or just people holding news, we don't really know. But one round did catch our eye this morning, a $54.4 million round that TechCrunch has remained covered into a company called Allen. Now, Tomasik led the funding event. Allen has now raised north of $100 million. And and I'm going to quote Romain here because he knows more about the market this company operates in than I do, and so I might butcher it. So I'm going to do a couple of quotes. Alan, the company in question, has built a health insurance product for the French market. The company first started with a well-designed insurance product and wants to tackle all things related to your personal health in the future. The startup isn't partnering with an existing insurance company. Instead, it has obtained an official health insurance license. Compared to legacy products, Allen wants to be as transparent as possible with clear pricing and policies. Allen has a huge market opportunity, Remain continued, in France as every employee is covered by both the national healthcare system and private insurance companies. There are a lot of insurance companies in the startup market today. It will be curious to see which country can generate the most and largest winners in the space. Finally today, did you read the latest Mark Andreessen essay entitled, It's Time to Build, in all caps? No? Well, let me help. In summary, Mark argues that we can't build shit these days in America. COVID-19 kicked our butt, as we can't build the equipment we need, we can't create a vaccine quickly enough, and we can't even get federal money to citizens because, quote, we chose not to build. The essay goes on to argue, aspirationally and with good vigor, that we need to ask more of ourselves. American housing and education, for example, are in bad shape. We have some good schools that educate effectively no one, housing policy is comical, and no one can afford to live where the jobs at least were. And, you know, what about American manufacturing? Well, I'll just quote a whole paragraph here because it kind of gives the tone of what he's talking about. Here's Mark. We know how to build highly automated factories. We know the enormous number of higher-paying jobs we would create to design and build and operate those factories. We know, and we're experiencing right now, the problem of relying on offshore manufacturing of key goods. Why aren't we building Elon Musk's alien dreadnoughts? Giant, gleaming, state-of-the-art factories producing every conceivable kind of product at the highest possible quality and lowest possible cost, all throughout our country. The problem isn't money, Marx says. Instead, it's the fact that we aren't demanding enough. He continues. The problem is desire. We need to want these things. The problem is inertia. We need to want these things more than we want to prevent these things. The problem is regulatory capture. We need to want new companies to build these things, even if incumbents don't like it, even if only to force the incumbents to build these things. And the problem is will. That's pretty good. Then Mark goes on to some political writing, which isn't as good as the rest of the essay, but his overall point is pretty okay. Aspirational construction of the future is a concept that many people associate with America. Though it would be more accurate to say that only occasionally has the nation lived up to the ideal, mostly America hasn't been as, as good as that. But the idea that the country could be, I am not opposed. Here's the thing. It's good for Mark to get hyped up and mad that our country just face-planted in front of the world stage, showing a nigh-unique inability among developed nations to prevent the spread of COVID-19, let alone care for those it harms. But to do what he wants would require a lot more entrepreneurship. A lot. And to do that, there are some stuff that we need to get right as a country, like not tying healthcare to jobs. Then we could unshackle a million new companies and build like hell. But while we force anyone who wants to start a new business to either already be rich enough to afford to pay for private health insurance, you know, something that other countries provide as a right of citizenship, America won't build because America will be scared of getting sick. So yeah, let's build but let's also clear the goddamn hurdles so people can build. Then maybe we can do more. And that's what we have for you today. Uh, Hugs and love from the Equity crew as always. We hope that you are as safe as you can be. This is Alex. This was Equity Monday, and you are still tremendous.